got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have one. Ah! Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 3rd, 2016, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. It's Labor Day weekend, and we thought we'd say goodbye to the summer with a bang. Two firecrackers, including the announcement of the 2017 version. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you... Light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Welcome back, Chuck Morrison. Hey, fellas. Good to be back. Yeah. I miss you guys. Missing for a few weeks. Yeah, a little workcation. Yeah. Workcation. Yeah. Mixed in a little vacation with some work time, but uh, missed you guys. So did you fly Liar. the family with the Patriots? No. They did not come to the game or with the Patriots. We flew independently. Uh, the it, Patriots just coincidentally had, happened to be playing in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. We had a vacation down in North Carolina ourselves, lined up for the same week. and okay. uh, Got to mix in some work. All right. Um, so when I when it was game time, they got to stay back, hang at the beach. I did my thing and rejoined the family. So. Okay, and then not, and fly back with the family too. And fly and actually drive back with the family. Oh, you drove. We drove it. Bro. Oh, okay. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> I've done it before. I've done it before when Gianna went to school there. <sighs> so um, how's the Patriots looking? What do you think? Awful. I'm worried. Really, a lot of injuries. Quarterbacks do not look good. Um, I'm worried myself, man. I, you know, I see a lot of predictions out there. Oh, they're going to win the East, this and that. And you got Brady sitting out for yeah. some. So, in fact, all this talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. My prediction is this other quarterback they have that no one knows. Brissett is his name. Uh, will be the starting quarterback. Really? Yeah. You, you, Brady will come back in, after a suspension in play, but I think Garoppolo is not going to play the uh, the full four games as starting quarterback. I think this Brissett kid is going to come in and take his role. You think he's going to start? Uh, I think in his place, yeah. I think they might start with Jimmy, but he does not look good. I think he's going to lose that starting position. They're going to put in Brissett to start the remaining games until Brady comes back. That's my prediction. You heard it here first. There on the it is. Authority. Are you basing this on some inside information I'm, or just my eyes? Like just I just, your eyes. Garoppolo gotcha. does not, not. It's not Garoppolo. It's Gar- no, that's right. Garoppolo. Garoppolo obviously looks really. He looks good. really good. <laughs> yeah, he looks amazing. Garoppolo guy doesn't look too good. Wow. Got a couple of uh, quick shout outs. Some people that uh, drove in special for the yes, show here in yes. Seabrook. We have Glenn and Eric uh, that came in special. Uh, Eric wins for today as the furthest drive up from Maryland, if I'm nice. not mistaken. Nice. Yeah, just for this. Just for this, well, you say it like like it's a people are going to get a complex about it. It's a bad thing. It's, it's, bad. Not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not a bad thing at all. It's an honor. Yeah, it is an honor. It's an honor for us, but it's you know. Hopefully, they're really. not, we're not. We don't want them to be disappointed. No, I know. So what do we do? 
this is all we know how to do. This is it. Well, Four they combo. came up to see this, so we'll just give them the best all this right, that we we'll can. give them this. Okay. And uh, so he can come and see what that's all about. But the other person that came to see us. That would be uh, Glenn. Glenn. There he is there. He actually can't see us. He cannot. He cannot. I noticed he was very debonair when he shook our hands. He didn't do the Ray Charles thing and reach up to see if how I fat put I on, was. To see if I put on any weight. <laughs> he, he's done the trick before, but just didn't do it to me. He knows the trick. <laughs> he's blind. He's blind. So, is your your powers of sense of taste stronger than other people's? No. No. no? It's actually that whole thing about your senses. Yeah. Is a lot of crap. All right. He's saying the senses <laughs> is a bunch of crap. Of what it is, okay. All right, he goes for stronger yeah. cigars, so, so he can taste them. He can taste and. All right. He's smoking an aging room Solaris right now. That's just what I smoked. It was uh, very good, very good new cigar out there. So this is not a new cigar that we're going to smoke. This is something we've had before, Barry Stein. Yep, the La Florida Dominicana Firecracker, which made its debut in the second quarter of 2015, is part of this month's Cigar Authority Care Package. According to Leo Gomez, when Dave asked them to make the cigar named the Firecracker, the mission was very clear. It is everything you'd expect it to be, doubled Lajero with a kick. The source of the kick was explained by Jonathan Carney, who serves as VP of Sales for La Florida Dominicana, who stated... With the unique nature and the size of the cigar, it allowed them to utilize some more potent Lajero, creating a blend that is truly a firecracker of a cigar. The wrap is at Ecuadorian Sumatra, MSRP, it's $5.99, and it's available again at twoguyscigars.com. It is available again because they had made a whole bunch extra in case we had any problems. Mm-hmm. We had no problems. We sold them like yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And here they are sitting there. Will we take them? Of course. We'll take them all. So we have a whole bunch, and we made them available once again. Uh, these are the same production, same everything. It wasn't made after the fact. They were sitting in their aging rooms, uh, hopefully mellowing out, I hope. Here's my question. Should we be calling it the LFD Firecracker or the Firecracker by LFD? Because ah. it's a size that existed in a, a, a brand, essentially, that existed before yes. 2007. And we can continue to it do that. It is the Firecracker. It is the fire made by, by LFD. LFD, and the so fact that it's made by LFD is of no consequence. It's just the firecracker. Mm. I like it. Happens it. to be made by LFD. That might be a way around this thing because L- because the firecracker has been out before February two thousand seven. Therefore, the firecracker can continue. It's predicate and yep. the manufacturer doesn't have to stay the same. We can change that all the time. Packaging can change, so it can have packaging a cannot band. change. The yes, it can. Oh, the quantity can't. The quantity. Can't. The great thing about the quantity oh. is. We have had 20-count boxes and 25-count boxes, and we've had them in bundles also. We're all set. So we got this thing covered. It's all, it's all wrapped up. It's the firecracker made by LFD. <laughs> and this one is 3 inches. We've had a 3.5-inch and a 3-inch. This is the 3-inch one. Unfinished foot. We've had unfinished foots and finished foots. They Do all you have really the, think that that is I don't know. Matter? Who knows? But we got it all covered. I think we can possibly just go with the fact that the FDA is going to be a little ignorant of all of the different styles of well, that's not cigars. A, that's not a stretch, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, so this has the unfinished foot. It's got the tail. It's the three-inch version, and this was a powerhouse 
two years ago. I'm sure it's a powerhouse now, but let's cut it and light it and see. If it is, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So I like to cut it, and then I like to remove the wick. I know you like to leave the wick. Sometimes. I took the wick off this time. All right, because I've had it come off in my mouth. I just take remove the wick. It's uh, just part of the gimmick of it. It doesn't need to have the wick. A little bit of a tight draw, but that's because of the unfinished, unfinished foot. Mm. So it, it reminds me of oyster crackers. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. It you get the oyster, oyster cracker, cracker and you snap it in your mouth and yes. you separate it into two things. Yes. Because that's the only way to eat them, right? I got a little uh, little snack for us at the break. Oh, I can't we'll wait. Get to, we'll get to that. And the way you eat it. It's not just like a normal thing. And the Food Authority is brought to <laughs> you by <laughs> we have the gifts. Firecracker by LFD. So here's a lighter. All right. So this lighter is the Vertigo Intimidator. We're smoking nothing but firecrackers. Firecrackers are full-bodied powerhouses, so I wanted to bring a full-bodied powerhouse lighter bigger than the cigar that we're smoking. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. This is the mother of all big-ass tanks it is. when it comes to Vertigo. It's massive. Adjustment wheel, not so much. That's the only thing about this one I wish was different. Big, I wish the adjustment wheel was, was bigger. was the big wheel on the bottom. It's not difficult to adjust. You can get your thumbnail in there and, and make it happen. But the cool thing about this particular lighter is the flame changes color after about six seconds of it being lit, so you don't lose it in the sun. So we so, have these available for sale again. <clears throat> so Don... Vertigo Intimidator is uh, twenty four ninety nine. by so, the way. So Don Chambers in the chat room says it should be called La Firecracker Dominicana. I think it has to be the Firecracker. Right, for FDA by, reasons for FDA it should reasons. be, yes. So that's what we're going to go with. Um, so this is an all-firecracker show today. It is Labor Day weekend, uh, like 4th of July. like you So know, everything said, to do with fireworks. Fireworks. That's why we... But today we're going to introduce, and it's not this cigar, we have a new firecracker made by someone else for 2017. Yes, we have received them. No, we're not going to put them out for sale until June of next year. Oh. But we, we have these cigars. And we'll tell you in the next hour what that is. What will the firecracker for 2017 be? I put a little thing on social media. You can follow us on uh, Facebook and all that other stuff. Um, and I put a picture of it and blacked out where you couldn't see Saw the that. band of it. And a lot of people chatting in and chiming in of who, who's making it and what is it going to be. And I'm going to tell you this. Nobody guessed it right. No kidding? Nobody. There's a lot of... Different people had guessed a lot of different things, and I'm surprised. I, I thought somebody would have figured it out because we're looking for a full-bodied cigar with some power. Who could possibly make it? And we're going to tell you in the next hour. I want a mild firecracker is what I want. I tried. I was I'm this close. Of, I had samples of it. It didn't come through. I'm mm. sick of smoking stuff that makes me sick to my stomach. In the firecracker size, they're too strong. Mm. I want a what, mild. What, what would a Pansy. mild firecracker would be? A, a, a sparkler or a cap? A dud. You're a dud. <laughs> the yeah. duds are when you get the ones without the wicks. wicks yeah, the wick falls off. But a cap or a um, or a sparkler maybe would be a. It's weak. just a. You, 
it's just a fire, what, it's just a mild firecracker. What Why are those little things that they're like in a little white tissue paper and they have gunpowder and you slam them on the floor? A pop, yeah. a snap, snaps. Yeah, yeah. snap it, snap it. That's snap what it. it is. Snap yeah. it, snap it. Yeah, but you can't have a snap it. It would have to be firecracker by. There you go. Right now it would have to be that anyway. So could it be the firecracker by Recluse Amadeus, and they could make a little box pressed firecracker in the Amadeus natural? Wouldn't that be great? Rolled in Tubao, maybe, huh? But it's not. Uh, no, that's what I want. I'm putting okay. in my order for 2018. <laughs> that's the one I want for 2018. Three hundred boxes. They've never made that before, make it though. I don't think they can make it. Again, with FDA things. It, they're making a firecracker that already oh, exists. Yeah. It's the firecracker by Recluse Amadeus. So, therefore, if somebody made a Robusto, anybody can make a Robusto. This is a firecracker. This is a cigar. Yeah. It's a brand. Oh, it's a brand. So, we're having a different meaning. It happens to also them. be the size, but you never branded the size. So, obviously, other people have copied it. Yes. Which you love. Because it all goes away, because the only one grandfathered in is the original one. So all these other ones go away. There is a God. You get the last There is a God, right? <laughs> There's a God. <laughs> do you believe in God, Barry Stein? Somebody put on social media yes, this do. week okay. that they got copied on something. And I tried to figure out what it was, and I couldn't. And you said, you really like that, don't you? It's flattering. Yes, like I, could, I remember that. I could hear your voice yes. steaming <laughs> at your desk as you're reading it. <laughs> yeah, because that's what people say to me. Oh, it's best form of flattery. It's the most sincere form of flattery. Sincere is nothing. They rip me off, and, and that's what it is. I broke into your house, stole all your stuff. Aren't you flattered? The guy liked your stuff. No, I'm not flattered. He stole my stuff. So that's how I feel. I got, I got a check from uh, people that broke into my house yeah, in 2010. How great is that? <sighs> what awesome, happened? Right? That is an awesome story. Somebody broke into my house in 2010 and stole about $5,000 worth of stuff. All my cigars. They got a TV. They got a couple of laptops. So I filed through the insurance, and I got to pay the deductible. I got to prove that I spent $1,000 before they send me a check on the replacement stuff. So I buy $1,000 worth of stuff, and they send me a $4,000 check. And the DA said, is there anything that you need for reparations? And I said, yeah, they owe me 1000 bucks." And she said, well, that sounds like a de- um, deductible. And I said, yeah, that's the deductible. And she said, yeah, usually you don't see a judgment in New Hampshire for deductibles. And I said, it, did, did he break into my house? She said, yeah, yeah, he did. And did he admit to breaking into my house? Yep, as part of his plea deal, he admitted it. It's all on the, on the record. He broke into your house. I go, then, as I see it, he owes me $1,000. So I can sue you personally, and I can sue... The DA's office for $1,000, or you can go after this guy for $1,000. And she said, would you mind writing it up? And I said, absolutely. So I wrote it up, and lo and behold, I win. And uh, There the is kid, a God. The kid's yeah. stamping license plates and picking up trash on the side of the road, and he makes $0.08 cents an hour, and I get $23.62 of his huge take after three years it's of being awesome. in prison. It's all it happened to me, too, when we caught somebody stealing. And um, he ends up getting five years. Five years I put the guy away for for stealing cigars. Wow. He took two boxes. They added up to over $1,000. It's grand larceny at that point. I went all the way with it. As the policeman asked me to, I said, of course. Uh, Put him away for five years. And every month I got a little teeny check while he was in there. 
which was awesome. That's crazy. It's amazing what like a seventeen dollar check can do to your day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. how oh, happy great. you are! And at receiving first, it. at first, I wanted to frame it, but then I realized if I frame it, I'm never going to cash it. So I cashed it, and then I just kept the stub, and that's going to be framed, put above the mantle. Yeah, it's good. With it's a good. note to the next guy that breaks into my house. So it's Labor Day weekend. A lot of people confused of Labor Day. What is Labor Day? Uh, does this have to do with military and people that serve? No, it is not. It's Labor Day, labor, working. And it'll be the one day that you don't go to work. Labor Day. It's the opposite of labor. Yeah, it's the opposite. Uh, but it is, it is the first Monday of September, and it's uh, created of the labor movement to dedicate uh, social and economic achievements for the American worker. constitutes a yearly national uh, tribute and contributions that workers have made for strength, prosperity, and the well-being of this country. That's what Labor Day is. First Labor Day holiday was 1882 in New York. By 84, it became nationalized and famous for what was the Labor Day telethon. You remember the Labor Day telethon, right? Oh, yeah, the Jerry Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Jerry Lewis, MDA. And I see the firemen out there collecting. You must have drove by some today. The boots and stuff. I didn't see any out there today. No, I I got it. And uh, they give you a little sticker so they don't keep hitting you up as, as they're out there. But they're out there. Throw some money in. It goes to the uh, um, Muscular Dystrophy Association, MDA. And uh, that started in 1966 up until 2010. You don't see it anymore. And in 2012 to 14, they tried it again, unsuccessfully really, uh, because Jerry Lewis wasn't doing it. Uh, and um, the final one was 2014, and uh, there wasn't one in 2015. There's not one in 2016. Uh, but Jerry Lewis is still going. How old is Jerry Lewis? He is uh, 87. Barry? I'm going to say he's uh, 79. I thought he was in his 90s. He's 90. 90, Chuck Morrison. Well, you hang get, on a you second. You get no points no for points that. Though, right? No points, though. Hang on. He said 90s. Well, I was going to say 90. You said 90s, which means more than 90. No, it means in the 90s. I said 87. I am the closest it without means going over. 90 through 99. That's right. And that, that is all over. He's 90 years old, and he has a movie coming out called Max Rose. So there you go. Kind of a serious role, too. Not a, not right. a comedy. Oh, really? So average full-time workers in the U.S., how many hours a year do people usually work? Hours in a year? Uh 1,350. I'm going to say 3,100. Wow. In a year, 40 hours a week times 52. Most people work more than a 40-hour work week. Yeah, it's 1,700. 1,700, which is 32 hours a week average. Wow. I get a point. In in France, would you say more or less? Less. Less, 1,450. Uh, Germany, more or less than France? More. Less. Less, 1,400. Singapore? More. Less. More. More. 2,300. Along with Hong Kong and Korea, uh, even more than uh, it's all the sweatshops. Yeah, they put lots of hours yeah. in. Them. A lot of underage workers adding yeah. to the equation too. Forty percent more than in the U.S. Korea, Hong Kong, I, I, Singapore. Forty percent more. I feel like if you want to work, you should be able to work regardless of your age. Want to be twelve years old and have a full time job? Have a full time job. I agree with that. What does it hurt? I don't have a problem with that. Okay, so I'm going to change that. Work whenever you want. Let's get the FDA out of cigars and get 40, the kids I was doing into 40 the hours by the time I was 12, I'm sure. I'm sure I, I had was. my own landscaping business at 12. I had a paper route. Paper route. So, uh, cowbells. We sold a couple hundred cowbells. Yeah, we did. 
We didn't sell all the cowbells. Well, you didn't sell any cowbells. You gave the cowbells yeah, away for free. Whatever. But sold the cigars. There's a couple hundred of our loyal listeners that went on there and actually wrote more cowbell. Which blew my mind. There we go. <laughs> but we still have a few hundred left. So we're going to go one more week. If you didn't get it this week, you but, got another but shot. But then whatever's left, I'm going to put aside, and I'm not going to bring out for years. So you got one more week. If we do the same thing, we'll still have 100 left. If we do more than that, cowbell. Cowbell. Big Jim got his cowbell. Yes, he did. They want the cowbell. So how do they get the cowbell? You go on to thecigarauthority.com. Yep, on the right-hand side, there's an ad that says more cowbell, which takes you to twoguyscigars.com. You buy any cigar on there that is a sponsor of the Cigar Authority, and you leave a comment, not a coupon code, a comment saying more cowbell. And we'll send you a cowbell. Even awesome. if you buy one cigar, doesn't matter. Get a cowbell and just click the button. Did anybody buy one cigar? There were uh, quite a few. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Out of the hundred, I would say maybe five to eight percent. I'm shocked that there's even any. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, this, this is what we have there. Um, and um, what else? What are you What are you getting for flavors here on this? Everybody's smoking. This is part of, the, part of the care package, which I'm having an attorney look into because somebody questioned me on the um, us sending out the care packages now. Right. Is it a legal thing that this mm. thing is going? It's not packaged. It goes in the regular bag that you would get at the regular register, so it's not you're not changing the packaging, and the. Uh, you're not advertising that it's this cigar, this cigar, this cigar, this cigar, which would be the same thing. Yeah, It's a cigar of the month club, basically, that I see that's still existing out there. People are still doing it. So a grab bag type of thing that we've been doing grab bags forever. Right. Hopefully. I don't know. What's happening, and this is still less than 30 days. A month has not even passed yet. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that come up day to day of people questioning Mm -hmm. things that happen. And all of a sudden, the brakes go on and says... Oh, my God, I didn't think of that. So I don't think anybody's doing anything actively that's not right. But Well, the FDA has done a horrible job getting that word out there on yeah. what's right and what's not right. So my plan is to do 500 more um, in December. Right. But I don't know if we can do it for it's sure. Pending the lawyers. Or if we can even do you know, what's going to happen the next month or whatever as we find out the answers to these uh, questions that we have. But. <laughs> Uh, I think we got something. We got a, a leg to stand on here, anyway. So uh, I'm getting uh, spicy. Well, here's the thing. You make a. I know you're not a, a swine guy, and, yeah. and I've, I'm off the swine now myself. Really but good. this is what I'm tasting. You get the spiral ham, and you stake in some of the the uh, pineapple circles right into it, and you put a little cayenne pepper on the outside of those pineapple rings. So you got spicy pineapple ham. You don't got pepper, a lot of pepper. The spicy. You know, spice. Cayenne, yeah. I'm getting pepper and licorice. Yeah, it's peppery. Which Michael Howe in the chat room is getting. Through the nose, well. like I, want, I feel like there's so much pepper I want to sneeze. I'm not now, putting this through my nose. I was just going to say, for the entertainment <laughs> no of the people, I think this way. would be the one. This would be the one to, to, to. The last firecracker that I put through my nose, I almost died. <laughs> you did. It was classic. It was classic. I think we call that taking one for the team. There we go. <laughs> He's trying to retro out He's right now. To. I almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> that coughing wasn't me for a change. I almost died. Yeah, it's, it's not the one to do it to, but it's, it, it's all through the nose. I mean, it's a very, very spicy. 
Uh, somebody asked earlier, should I try one of these? And if, you, if you're not into the really full-bodied stuff, I'd say no. A little, wasabi, yeah. little wasabi yeah. for the nose. <laughs> all right. So uh, let, let's keep smoking it and see what it's all about. But right now, let, let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what's, out what's up in the cigar world. We'll find out that. And later, we're going to light up the 2017 Firecracker. A year ahead of its time, we'll tell you who made it what factory it comes from, and how it smokes. Um, possibly the last version of the firecracker, if it doesn't go your way. How can it not go my way? It's the firecracker, and it happens to be made by someone else. All right, we're going to see how that plays out. Until then, uh, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
And we are back live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Uh, we broadcast over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Want to know what's up in the cigar world? We have that along with the triumphant return of gentleman Chuck Morrison, who never skipped. He was gentleman-like, never skipped. Absolutely Had not. it ready anyway. Uh, it's back to work. Uh, Labor Day, right after Labor Day weekend, back to school. The kids are back to school. They are, man. Yeah. yeah crazy. Kindergarten, first grade. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure for you, with G graduating college, just must have been like, what the heck I happened? remember last year you had problems with one of your daughters yes, of school. Sir. So they were at the right place at the right time Yeah, now? she did some summer school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're in the right, right place at the right time. And then, okay. you know what, Dave? Was cra- Do you remember liking school? Because I don't. No, I they, never They love it. it. They, it's like really? Christmas for them. They're up early. Can we go? Can we go? It's like, wow. these aren't my kids. They didn't go to one I went to, let me tell you that. <laughs> well, they do a lot less learning nowadays in the school. There's a lot more play going on. No way. No. Yeah. Kindergartners are doing math, writing their name, writing sentences, reading. Yeah, they make a game out of it. Yeah. I remember like, kindergarten, my experience was how to hold a pair of scissors. You know? I had a tough time because I was left-handed. They wouldn't oh, let me yeah. Back they wouldn't then, even let me have yeah. scissors. Yeah. And uh, first day of school when, when uh, you change schools yeah. was always a fight. Always, you right? You had to get into a fight. Always. You know, or else. You had to you establish know. your dominance. Right. Yep. Yeah. Even li- little grades and stuff, I remember. Oh, God, here we go. So I remember going to the middle school. I was the skinny guy, and there was the dork. And um, I challenged him. Got my ass kicked by the door. By the geek. Out. Not. I, yeah. Not good. Ever so been middle- suspended for fighting? No. No. I would get stay uh, after school and stuff. I got suspended for fighting once. And didn't have to go to school. Yep. Was Which sus- was was a positive <laughs> to it's me. A it was. A know, it right. was my reward for winning the fight. Right. I got bullied when I moved from a private Christian school, moved into public school in Haverhill, Massachusetts. I got bullied and bullied and bullied, and finally I had enough. And during gym class. I clocked this kid so hard, he got away with telling people that I snuck brass knuckles into school. (laughs) And we get dragged down to the principal's office, and our assistant principal, Mr. Mack, in a wheelchair, grabbed us both and managed to wheel us both into the office in a wheelchair, moving the things. Our heads are smashing up against the poles. Those days you could hit the kids. So we get into the thing, and I have to sit in front of the the real principal, and uh, I told him the whole thing about how I'd been bullied and I'd had enough. And my dad said, whatever the consequences in school, he's going to get my back. But to knock the next guy that touched me out, if it was possible, no suspension. The yeah. other kids got suspended. Yeah. I didn't name names. Obviously, the kid I punched Being one. was there. Yeah. And he had a couple of buddies backing him up. And they all but let me get this right. Gone. You hit the kid in the wheelchair? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the assistant principal was in a wheelchair. Oh, all right. And, and he grabbed you and grabbed us wheel. both. Did he have an electric wheelchair? No, really. The, so the guy was two kids on his lap, wheeling down, punching us, and our heads slamming up against the wheels and stuff. It's the handicap super strength. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. That's a myth. Yeah, I there's no that. heightened senses. I hear there's no heightened senses apparently, <laughs> but we've always been said that the heightened senses. But it's not I true. I got challenged and lost. That was not good. Not good. But girls, they, they don't get into the physical fights until years later. Yeah. And, then, and it's basically they just uh, harass the hell out of them until they have an eating disorder and whatever happens. Yeah, how is that happening? I'm worried, Dave, about having two girls. I hear yeah. they're vicious at that high school age. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that happens. So anyway, uh, we got something in the mailbag, Mr. Yeah, J. Yeah, this just came in, in fact. Uh, the following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Brian writes, what a great day. 
I pick up a box that you, the UPS man left, and what to my wondrous ears did I hear but the beautiful ring of a cowbell. There we go. I opened the box and was excited as always to get my hands on the quality cigars, but my real attention was to the miracle of musical wonder. Of course. As I grasped that metal object shaped by a true artisan, I let out a loud, beautiful... Oh, the joy. P.S. My wife is less than impressed. There we go. Next year, we're going to have drum sets for everybody. (laughs) You read that like twas the night before Christmas. There we go. Well written. That was a well written meal. Yes, bag. it was. We have to take the band off these already, huh? Yeah, that's, that's, that's sure. The thing about so you're listening and you, uh, if you're smoking along with us, you know you have to take the band off quickly. The next cigar we're going to smoke, the uh, Firecracker for 2017, wouldn't it be nice if it had a little skinny, little small band that you could actually be able? But it's not a small band. It's a different type of band. Just a little hint. Just throw something out there to get you throwing guys it out there, huh? So, uh, good. Somebody was happy to get their cowbell. They got it. All That's right. uh, but Just for the record, and I've got more mailbags if we don't get to them all. Um, some trying people, to catch up. Trying to some people less than pleased when it comes to cowbells. Really? We'll get into that. Less than pleased. Why? Was that thing broken off it? Or what, what is it? It's not time for that yet. It's perfect. It's metal. It's strong and sturdy. We have, even, uh, if it, even if it bent, it would be fine. It'd probably have more character. We have mailbags coming. Later in the show. All right, we'll so Chuck is here. We're going to do a live version of uh, the debonair segment of. So while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman. <laughs> gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman. <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen... Uh, Chuck, yeah, we're going to go a little off script here because I have this gentleman, Joe, that wrote in about a situation where he felt he was being debonair. Okay. And he got called out by someone else who felt that he was pandering to someone of the opposite sex. And he would like your opinion on the direction that he went, whether or not he was being a gentleman, uh, if there's anything else that he should have done. Uh, and whether he's right or wrong, essentially. Love it. It's like a uh, who's the douchebag segment. So yeah. this is a little mail, <clears throat> mailbag debonair. Correct. From Joe. Okay, Joe. All right. So this uh, this was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Joe writes, hey, guys, this question is for Chuck. It concerns being a gentleman. I was recently walking down the sidewalk with my girlfriend and saw a young lady struggling to back her car out of a really tight parking spot on a narrow street. I jogged over to help her out since I saw her trying to maneuver for about three minutes. I helped her get out without hitting any of the parked cars around her, and we walked on. Later, my girlfriend asked why I helped her out, and I replied I was trying to be a gentleman. Then she offered the perspective that perhaps from a woman's perspective, that could have been taken a different way. She might have been surprised and possibly frightened that a strange man came up to her car without her request. Also, she could have felt that she was being coddled because as a woman, of course, she needs a man's help to drive. Who knew being a gentleman was so complicated? 
At the end of the day, do you think I did the right thing? Just trying to get additional perspective here. Thanks, Joe from Portland, Oregon. Was she attractive? Does not say. Okay. Would, would it matter? Was she an old lady? Was it attractive? Would that have something to do with the wife saying, look at you helping a pretty girl? I don't like that. I don't think it – well, it's his girlfriend anyways. Um, I don't think that it matters if No, it's, not the girlfriend is pretty. The lady trying to park the car will pull out of the parking space. <laughs> I'm just trying to get, yep. get him all the information he can get. But that's all, that's all there is anyway. That's all the information. I read everything I have, and uh, he's okay. curious I to got hear. This one. Let's hear it, Chuck. Yeah, this is good. Joe, thanks for writing in. Excellent question. You did the debonair thing. You were a gentleman. I would just uh, I would caution you with this, and this has to do with female relations. Having two daughters and a wife, I can speak to this with sensitivity and understanding, and that is communication is key. You should have communicated to your girlfriend slash wife slash significant other what your intentions were, that you were going to help another woman exit her parking space in advance rather than just go over and do your thing, which was the right thing to do, communicate your intentions ahead of time. For approval? Not for approval because it's going to happen either way. Here's what I'm doing. You're communicating what you're doing. Okay. See, I, I, I don't see it as an issue between him and his girlfriend so much as the girlfriend's point of maybe this young lady feel could have felt threatened but she's obviously struggling and i don't think that it matters that it's a woman it woman man Mm. old lady old man young attractive doesn't matter yeah somebody is in trouble and you happen to be walking down the street and you have a chance to help them if if a woman dropped her wallet out of her purse would you say excuse me miss absolutely you dropped this you know someone in, in need Absolutely help him, I think. But as you go down to pick it up, would you say to her, I'm going to grab your wallet for you, as opposed to the lady thinks you're going to grab it and run? Well, you tell she doesn't know that it dropped. Oh, okay. In my scenario. Know, but let's say hey, she... honey, I'm going to go give this wallet to this woman who just dropped her wallet. But in this example of the car parking, you're not going to go up to the driver's side window. You're going to be behind the car waving your arms. You're not even going to make physical contact with the driver. Yeah, it sounds like he just kind of stood there and said, a little to the left, a little to the yeah. right. You, you've got some more space. Keep coming, keep coming. Good. All right, you're good. Yep. I think, yeah, because 100%. she doesn't know how far she can go, and right. she's going to go until she bangs it. He's 100% not going to be like debonair. right next to the driver's side window directing her. He's going to be behind the car at a safe distance. You know, yeah, like, if he was creepily standing there with his fly down or whatever, and he's <laughs> at the door while it's open, that's a different that's story. A different story yeah. I'm going to tell Joe, never go for a threesome because it doesn't seem like you have a chance in hell. Really? That's the direction <laughs> you're going. That's the direction I'm going. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. And then they start kissing each other, and yeah. the, the whole thing goes like that. That's what uh, more music cues in the background. What is no. it? P- porn this is, music. Oh, porn music. This is no. what I have to put up with, Sean. I, I, yeah, let's go some, back to the food authority. Some, sometimes you try to be debonair and do the right thing, and it's it backfires. It backfires. Definitely, but, but do it anyway, right? I well, don't th- think like, communicate because you've. I'm not saying that is significant. Others should you crazy. Communi- should you communicate with the driver? The window's up. What are you going to do? Bang on a window? Yeah, that, I don't that's even, not good. You just stand behind the car. She's going to see you. You just start using your hands to direct her. You're doing the right thing. She's going to follow your guidance. And then she's going to say thank you after, you right? Wave thanks. Yeah. Good to go. I, it, I got from that email that the issue was him doing this in the first place, his intentions, his girlfriend saying, you know, is she more attractive than I? Why were you doing it for her? I don't th- – I don't th- – I don't think that's why that where I went first too. The yeah. girlfriend is having the girl, that. I, I, the girlfriend's got the problem with it. Not yeah. the driver. Not the guy that yes. was debonair. The other person in there. So why is she bothered by it? Was this an attractive girl and she was bothered by it? But was she really attra- pro- bothered by it to say you creeped the girl out? You, you helped her. People don't help people anymore. People yeah. should help people. It's what you do. That's what it's you the do. right thing. And if you have a girlfriend that's going to be sensitive to that kind of thing, even if it was a guy, exactly. 
Nobody would say anything if it was a guy. Right. Because there's a gender issue. I saw a meme on Facebook this morning that said uh, it showed a picture of uh, porta potties. These have been bi-gendered uh, forever, and no one has ever said anything about it. And then you got the issue with the bathrooms now. Right. Porta potties for anybody, right? Porta potties are for anybody. There's no yeah. men's porta potty and women's porta potty. But you're at least in the room by yourself when you go use a porta potty. Unlike the place in Miami that you went into the mixed gender bathroom and there were women and guys. You didn't have a door with a lock on it when yeah. you went into the stall. The same exact. But thing. it's a it's a half door. You, you know, you can see, see their ankles. It's, Everyone's I, ankles look the was, same. It was creepy. I held it. I walked out and I held it. I'm telling you the truth. That was it. And I went out, and there was the guy, the, um, the janitor. janitor, and he looks at me and goes, I wouldn't do it either, because he saw me go in and go out with a look on my face like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I have no issue. I, I do struggle sometimes uh, peeing at the urinal if there's someone right next to me. Me too. At yeah. the, you had no problem at the um, trade show at IPCPR opening day that there was only a woman's room? What was the deal with that? Well, you went into the men's room, and there was women whoa, in the men's room. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, I went in. There was there was a woman in there, and I'm like, hey, uh, I, did I go in the Come wrong one? And I went back out, and it said men's on the outside. She was in the wrong bathroom. Oh. And there was only one She said, I, there's there. only one working. And I said, okay, she's washing her hands. So I went in and scared her out. Oh. Scared her out. Yeah. Definitely had some. Because uh, he had to really go. Wasn't number one, let's right. just say that. <laughs> oh, my God. She ran. She ran. She didn't, she's, she's telling the stories now. She didn't dry her hands. Right. <laughs> she washed them. She didn't dry them. That's it. There was some air drying going on. She was out. She was out. Something about that dry air in Vegas. It just yeah. went, went right through me. So I got some cinnamon on this. Cinnamon. I have some wood. Well, I have some um, cedar. The C word. Cinnamon. I can't say. It. But pepper. It's a spicy kind heavy, of cinnamon. Heavy. You know, when you talk about a cigar resting on your chest, oh, yeah. here it is. This is like a micro digger. Micro digger. Digger? You think it's a, like the digger blend, which is a double Lajero, too, right? It's a different strain of Lajero because this is not giving me my typical issue that I have with full-bodied Dominican cigars. This, this is going to come out so wrong, but you get it in three inches what you would get in eight inches. <laughs> The audience thought that was funny. <laughs> it sounds so yeah, wrong. He got, he got the bell. He got the bell from Glenn. You're getting in three inches, yeah, which you, you normally get. I don't. In I don't think you want eight inches of this. No, this is enough. Three inches is enough. That's what I tell my wife. I don't want eight inches of anything. <laughs> yeah, it's going wrong. It was. If it was eight inches. You wouldn't like it as much. All right, let's find uh, out what's up in the cigar world. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. This week saw the arrival of the latest from Rafael Nodal's Aging Room. The Aging Room Solera features a sun-grown wrapper over binder and filler aged using the Solera method. This method places tobacco of different vintages together during the aging process, allowing the marriage of tobacco to form under additional aging 
instead of once the cigar is rolled. And you smoked that this morning. I have it right here in the ashtray. I just and finished it up now. What do you think? It is the best aging room yet. And it was the cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado, the regular aging room. Yeah. This is the best one yet, so better than that. So that was actually number two to a Cuban cigar. It was the best number one cigar in the free world. Yep. This will become, for Cigar Aficionado, the Cigar of the Year. Wow. So you're predicting they will keep on rocking in the free world. Yes, they will. Wrote a song about it. <laughs> it goes something like this. Ah. Anything? 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 <laughs> no. Nothing. No? No. Nothing. Okay. Crickets. What's it from? It was from uh, In Living Color. Uh. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. Remember? Yep. Wrote a song about it. Yeah, homie, ah. don't, homie don't play Not that. that. That's right. <laughs> Beginning September 12th, CLE will take over the distribution of brands produced by the Reyes family of cigars. Makers of Puros Indios and Cuba Aladeos. Aliados. Aliados. Which are rolled in Honduras, according to Christian Aroa. These are all predicate brands. The Reyes Catalog of Ligas blends is protected. There are dozens of brands and blends that we can work with and retailers should be comfortable with. Okay, so I got a lot to say about this. Yes. <laughs> uh, you saw Puros Indios up on our list yep. of acquisitions. Uh, here it is, not necessarily acquired. He's saying that we're working together right now in the um, distribution and marketing. And more information has been agreed upon by both families not to say any additional information, which automatically says something's going on here. That's how I would take this it. This is leading towards something yes. bigger. And CLE, you know, Christian Aroa, who had Camacho and sold off to Davidoff, starts his own company and comes out with his own brands, including Asylum and CLE and Aroa and all the different brands he has, none of which are grandfathered in. Now he has some grandfathered in products that he's distributing, as far as we know. That's the way it looks right now. Go ahead. Here's my question. Yeah. If you have, let's say, Brand X that was out in 2006... And you keep the box count the same, and you change the band, and you changed the artwork on the box. Can the new X exist alongside of the old X in the marketplace? Because if you can, that's the loophole. So in other words, having it Aroa by... Uh, it, it would be the Reyes. Taking Cuba Aladeos. Aliados. Aliados and calling it CLE. It, is that what you're saying? You no, you, you would call it. Let, let's use La Florida Minicana. Let's use their digger. So La Florida Minicana decides they're going to distribute for someone else. And they take their digger and they put someone else's band on digger. They keep the box count the same. They change the artwork well, we'll on the box exactly, only. We'll do it exactly with a, with a Cuba Aliados and is a, that a brand? CLE. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So Cuba Aliados yes. is predicate dated. Yep. Now you take those box counts and... 20, 20 count boxes. 20 count boxes, that size, and you put a CLE band on it, and you put CLE artwork on the box. Can they coexist? And because really, them. all you did was change the packaging. Nowhere in it does it say the old brand has to go away. You can change the band and the artwork on the box. Only the box count has to stay the same. But can you change the name, or can you just change the design? You can, put it, you can change the packaging is what the law said in the, the they're both, judgment. They're both cigars, and I believe it makes sense that you could change the name. Can't let's change the, the blend. Let's take the canopies by Delmonico again. Right. And now um, Market Basket, Supermarket, makes uh, a can of peas, and it's called Market Basket Peas. But it's the they same bo- number of peas. 
same can, same size yep. can. Boom, it, they both coexist, and they have both on the shelf. Correct. So why couldn't it be exactly what you say? Huh? That this is the way it is. Loophole. So. Nice job, Jonathan. That's really why. And I'm maybe here. this is what Christian sees. And he takes that because now the acquisition is of that, and then becomes the big acquisition later on to back to. But he never says to them. Hopefully they're not listening because I don't want to blow up his spot. But he never says to them that's the plan because then their value goes up. Right. Or maybe that wasn't the plan and now it is because <laughs> it sounds like a good plan. We make this stuff up, guys. This is no not knowing anything for sure certain uh, that's happening. But uh, they were a prime. If you looked at a brand from 2006 that had legs and a lot of attention on the brand and stuff – it was Cuba Aliados and Puros Indios. Indios. Uh, big brands in those days, um, not so much nowadays, and here we are. Hmm. So, you know, if you, if you look back, and I did a lot of looking back in 2006 of everything that was happening at that point, that was a go-to one. That's why that was live for me. A lot of people looked at Puros Indios. Why, why is that there? Because that was a live brand in those days. So CLE also has this thing now for large cigars because you have the Asylum, 70, 80 ring ages. And they have. And you have Puros Indios, which has the Chief, which is 18 inches. Yeah, they had a lot of big ones, not just the Chief. Yep. There was a whole bunch of sizes. If you remember the, uh, the Puros Indios line of many, many sizes, ridiculously big ring gauges at that time. Today you'd look at it and say, not a big deal, but for Asylum, mm-hmm. these become Asylums. Not CLEs, they become Asylums. Right. Huh. Right. Makes sense. Okay, we're going to go with that. What else you got? This week, the first commercial flight lifted off from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to Havana, Cuba, as the two countries try to normalize relations. While the Cuban embargo remains, the need for a chartered flight is no more, and maybe Dave will make his flight. There we go, because it's JetBlue. Oh. Yes. JetBlue is uh, the first one going out as a commercial flight, which is great. Yep. And the other one is another low-priced um, carrier, I guess. Southwest or something? Southwest, yep. yeah. Southwest is yeah. ready to go December 1st, I think. Awesome. And I think American, who we hate, is going to have uh, flights to five different cities in Cuba. Why would you even mention Starting that? next month. Don't yeah. even mention it. But fly any other airline, but. And you know what? The airport that the charters, that they would make the charters fly into, was the worst airport all the time that they wouldn't let them, actually, because if Americans were coming in, they gave them the worst airport. There's supposedly a nicer airport or a couple of nicer airports, and maybe they're going to let um, JetBlue fly into those, uh, although it's going to be from America also. That's going to be up to the Cuban end uh, where they're going to let them fly into. But, it, uh, you know, I was told when I was there, this is a crappy airport. We have nicer than this, but this is where they make the Americans land, basically. Maybe when you go back, you'll be able to let us know how much it changed. I'm going back in uh, the end of February. Awesome. Huh. Uh, the FDA has published a draft guidance to assist members of the industry in submitting health warning plans for cigar packages and advertisements. The draft guidance discusses the required warning statements for cigars and how each must be randomly distributed, randomly displayed on packages, and rotated quarterly in advertisements according to, with accordance to approval of the warning plan that needs to be submitted to the FDA. Cigars will be required to carry warning statements on all packaging and advertisements beginning May 10th, 2018. Okay, does that all advertising? So this uh, brought to you by um, we're today in the, the La Florida Minicana Cigar Studios. Yeah. Certain general warning cigars. C- cigars might cause birth defects. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that that's an advertisement, is, right? But this is 
for media content boxes and for it says all advertising. Well, even in Cigar Aficionado, the ads will have to have the warning. Cigar yeah, but we're not, stop we're not in Cigar printed, Journal. We're not printed. We're audio. Where does it say audio? It says all advertising. It says all advertising. Probably. Well, the ads on the Cigar That's Authority have to have this warning. Or can we just do it at the beginning and end of the show? Because the whole show... And can we talk crap about it the whole time? We don't believe this is true. This is not us yeah. saying it. The FDA makes us say it. Well, can we do it like they do on the on the automobile or the or they make it really fast? Yeah, real fast yep. and soft, like they do on the drugs and stuff that so may cause death. And if you may want to kill Side yourself, effects include yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear some of them that this, this you drug don't want to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. this drug You're is better off not taking That's the drug. That's right. Yeah. You got a shoulder pain. But you, if you take this, the pain might go away, but you might go blind or you may... Lose your uh, left leg. Yeah. yeah. A, a, or want to kill yourself. Right. My favorite, I saw one Suicide for um, uh, helping you to, to blood clot, and one of the side effects is excessive bleeding. You're taking it because you bleed excessively, and one of the side effects is excessive bleeding, which means the drug doesn't work. Right. That's all to cover your butt, all that stuff, yes. right? And some of the print that you see on TV oh. at the bottom, there's no way you could ever no read, read it. Nope. No way. But it's there. It's, so they're it's, upholding their obligation. Yeah. So there's the loopholes around it. I guess there's going to be plenty of loopholes. We're looking for loopholes. Yep. Send your loopholes to the cigarauthority.com <laughs> in the contact us section of, of loopholes. A whole show on loopholes. That'd yeah. be awesome. Well, that's well, what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? Okay, this just in at Spirit Airlines is going to Cuba, not Southwest. Spirit. Okay. Ah, Spirit, which so, is even the cheaper version. To go back to Joe's. even worse than American, by the way. Well, they haven't wronged David yet, so you gotta, they're okay. You've got to pay for everything on that airline. You, your bags are a fee, no carry-on bags. That's okay. I, um, I travel light. No chips, no cookies, no nothing. You've got to pay for them. Um, Good. Terrible. I don't want any of that stuff anyway. So, so your $200 flight is really $350. If you want the cookies and all that stuff, bring your own. And bags of clothes. Yeah. They charge you to bring snacks. No, no, I don't charge you. So bring your own snacks. So I want to go back just for a second into the Joe uh, email. I really liked the way that that segment played out, and I, for a couple of reasons. One, we had a, a lively discussion, but two, mm. it means that Joe had it on his mind to be a gentleman, and I think that that's yeah. the spirit of Debonair Cigars. So I would love to get more emails like that of situations where you felt yeah. like you were being a gentleman, and maybe we can run them by Gentleman Chuck. Uh, on the show if there's some sort of contention if someone like Joe's girlfriend has an issue with what you did or if you just want to tell a story about how you were debonair yeah, awesome. and why, why it was. Okay, that was uh, Reckless who just brought us that segment of What's Up. Uh, they are the Cigar of the Year this year, the yep. Habano and uh, we have the contenders for the Cigar of the Year this year. We had to uh, kind of fast forward it and bring it ahead uh, quickly. We did um, we have seven cigars this year, and the Contenders Pack is available to you at forty nine ninety nine. You'll see that on the Cigar Authority website also. It includes La Galera, Connecticut, La Galera Habano, two La Galeras. First time that's ever happened. Yep. Uh, the Asylum, Connecticut, the Garofalo Sun Grown, the CLE Che. Shell. Shell. 
Actually, it's the is it the Shell or the Prieto? Shell. Shell. We got C H E L E. Yeah, we got into this debate last week about which cigar it's, it was. It's the Shell. It's the blonde one. Yeah, and uh, I'm just going to shut up. Go on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> El Wense. El Wense. Uh, that came in at the TLN. So we've had some legs on that. And the Oliveros Grand Return, the Grand Return of the Oliveros Habano. So those are the seven contenders, and uh, they're selling individually. People are buying boxes and things like that. People are buying contenders packs. Um, you get a vote if you buy the contenders pack, and you let us know what's going on. But We've gotten numerous votes so far. Okay, so it's, I know it seems so early yes. to say this. It's terrible that we had to do it, but we played it safe and had to do it. In the meantime, some great cigars are coming in that could have been contenders. They could have been a contender, but it's not. Um, but maybe we'll have a show of uh, honorable mentions or something yeah. uh, later on as, as uh, the year goes on of who should have also been included in there, but that's that. Uh, we're at the tail end of an hour-long little firecracker. What do you think? Hey, man, this thing burns slow. It burns even. The drawer is good. I'm picking up a little sweet and spicy. I still am getting the ham. Sweet, huh? I got the honey, the clove, the cinnamon. These are available. These are available, and we got a whole bunch of them. So uh, you can go on to uh, twoguyscigars.com. Reading leading rotator is the firecracker. Click it. It'll take you to the page to buy them. You can buy singles, boxes, whatever you want to buy. They're there. So uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to light up another firecracker, one that won't be on sale until June 2017. It's the 2017 release of the firecracker, and you won't believe who's going to make it and where it's going to be made. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your firecracker by LFD or whoever, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed Off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. 
Take it for a ride. Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf. Graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life. Music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This it's a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Yeah, you and out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then. Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the South call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older. They stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get 
some meatloaf. It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, and we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. We're going to light up an explosive cigar and tell you uh, who makes it and uh, what brand it is. And that won't come out until June. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the edible edition of the Cigar Authority, the only <laughs> radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Look at the two of you. You yeah, can't I'm even salivating. contain yourself. <laughs> Good thing we're behind the table. Usually we're not. So This is the original. This isn't like a fake one. This is the original marshmallow sandwich, the moon pie, since 1917. And it's not just the regular one. It's the double-decker, <sighs> the chocolate double-decker. How awesome is this? I'm not eating it. <laughs> and I, I eat it regular, but it says on here that the way to go with this is to microwave it. Did they have microwaves back in 1913? They did but they said you want to take it from one level to the next level. You try microwaving it. So this will be my, my first time microwaving it. But, and I know you don't like the microwave, but it's said to do it, and somebody has tested this already and said... Somebody. <laughs> not me. <laughs> not me. Liar. No, it isn't. <laughs> well, let's see. It says 24 individual. There's not 24. We got four. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's half empty. Somebody, <laughs> it's half full. Somebody... It's half full. Hey, someone, <laughs> someone dipped into that. It's half full. So uh, this is from uh, Rob Steele. Rob Steele, a listener of the show who sent us not a little package of two, but a case of 24 individually wrapped Now, this, this I know because I saw on social media that it landed earlier in the week. I'm just amazed at the self-control the two of you put that you only ate 12 of them so far. <laughs> it's impressive. It's impressive. From Chattanooga, Tennessee, it is all good that. stuff here. You can see the... That they're using all uh, artificial flavors, no, potassium it's sorbate. Fantastic. It's beautiful. Surgeon General warning, watching the Cigar Authority <laughs> might lead to weight gain. You don't have an allergy to uh, peanuts or tree nuts? It won't uh, matter because I'm not eating them. You're eating I'm them. I'm not eating them. They went in the microwave. It's no. I'm not doing it. So I'll wait, give mine to Sean. There's, there's tree nuts in this? These are for all our listeners, all our guests that are here. Jim, you can... Uh, the key is, though, hand, you yeah. microwave them for 10, 15 seconds. You microwave Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's supposedly the way to go here. So can I handle this? With, I'm just going to hand the plate over to All right. so you can grab one. I'll be in for this, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice and sticky. Yep. You're not going to try one. Well, zero interest. Thank you very much, zero Rob. Interest. It's all right. I'll, us, I'll eat his. I want to send us a broccoli. Take the plate. <laughs> I got two. I'll eat the broccoli. Give mine to Sean. So over there salivating, fellow ginger. Tell me how it is. Take the plate. It's going to be messy. It's as good as you expect that to be. <clears throat> Maybe I could talk about the lighter that we're going to use No, today. you cannot. <laughs> we're going to talk about this because it's got graham cracker in it, mm. it's got chocolate, and it's got marshmallow. It's a s'more. It's a s'more. Way before s'mores were cool was the moon pie, 1917. Which means next year is the hundredth anniversary of the moon pie. 
the 100th anniversary for a company to be around what a, for 100 years. What a confectionary so milestone this is. Wow. 100 years. Don't talk <laughs> with your mouthful. It's not debonair. <laughs> Things don't last 100 years unless they're delicious. I think. We got them all for you guys. We're just micing them up. I think uh, I think that they last a hundred years, in the, and it's in good the after package. you did a firecracker. You got to settle your stomach a little bit, cleanse the palate. A little sugar, cleanse a little the sugar, yep. a little bit of sugar. Everybody yeah. knows the palate cleanser of choice on the Cigar Authority is potato chips. That's cool. the way you cleanse your palate. It does salt and everything. <clears throat> You're going to need potato chips after that. All you guys are going to taste is chocolate and marshmallow. There you go. Use your shirt as a napkin. The inside like a real man. <laughs> the inside of your shirt, nobody sees it. Nobody boy. Sees and you've got to throw it in the wash. Hey, anyway. I'm, I'm impressed. No one's watching. It drives Heidi that crazy that when they do that. No, it's not. No, it's not. Gary. Drives Heidi nuts when they do that. Just for the but record. nobody can see. Just for the record, I'm not a fan of it either. It's disgusting. Hey, I'll wipe it on you. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Oh, horrible. Go on. Need a cigar now. You ate both of them that fast? No, you gave I one gave away. one Did to you Sean. Breathe? Okay. Still, that, that's Mr. An, Mr. Elliot. That's an impressive consumption right there. Ninety-nine years, we're still going. It's strong. not dead air if you're smacking your lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be next to these two giant erections that two of you have what? after eating that. Why does this aggravate you that we enjoy something Jeez, so much, Louise? <laughs> The arousal uh, in the room right now is palatable. I need to change my shorts. <laughs> it's a good time right there. It's gone. It was delicious. My you, sex drive is gone after watching that. Do you eat a, do you eat a uh, s'more? I guess if I was at a fire and there was some chocolate and marshmallows, I might make a s'more. That's really what it a, is. It's a s'more. I'm not really a sweets guy like that. But to another level. It's it's just chocolate and graham cracker and marshmallow. There's no other level. It's just it was good. It's really it good. Was real good. I had one dry, not microwaved. It w- didn't even come close to what you, what I just had right there. So what is good? Moist. What is good is when somebody gives you a real authentic French pastry. You want something that is decadent. A French pastry made from a real French person I that uses it. butter. It was fantastic. And it melts in your mouth. That this is a second close. Hashtag I don't think that the is. The moon pie. Chattanooga, Tennessee, man. This is America. It's an American <laughs> thing. When did you have your first moon pie? <laughs> oh, my God. It had to be over 50 years ago. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Do you remember these as a kid, By the Joe? way, no. Rudy says there is no such word as palatable. It's palpable. Ah, there you go. So our official fact checker. Well, you're maybe that's just Rudy, in Canada. Rudy learned about the word <laughs> son last week, so perhaps... <laughs> Perhaps wow. he's incorrect. That was good. Rob, thank you, Rob. He good knows, man, Rob. He knows his way around uh, around a snack food Slip aisle. a little broccoli in it next time <laughs> for me, <laughs> and I'll be happy. <coughs> anyway, I have uh, in my hand right now the 2017 Firecracker. We had lots of people guess, and they were all wrong. Nobody got it. So the factory that made the cigar is Hoya de Nicaragua. Ah. Hoya de Nicaragua, who is known for full-bodied cigars. And the brand on this is Fratello. The Fratello Firecracker. And it's pretty cool because if you know the Fratello band, the band, the way the band is shaped, they have the deep end of the band actually holding the firecracker. Yeah, the wick. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah, show it here. Yeah. So here it is here, and the wick is in the back where it goes deep and it goes high on here. Actually made perfect for a firecracker. And Omar Fratello actually looked us up. We didn't go to him. He went to us, hmm. which is, makes him even more awesome, right? He is a player for sure. He, he is, is a, a player. player for sure. Rocket scientist. He is. <laughs> He's a rocket scientist. <laughs> Works for NASA. It's true. So I don't actually think he's a rocket scientist, by the way. I think we say that. I think he works. Uh, he's, and he's a good dancer. He's a great dancer. I think it was a year ago he put you to shame. So That was rigged. That dance contest was rigged. It, it, was, it was rigged, I'll tell you. I was here. But both of you did a great job, but he people started collaborating with each other and took People points away. People were deducting points. Just right. <laughs> How many points did you give them? Okay, I'm going to take away three to make it even so we can't win. It was good, though. But he was even dancing at IPCPR. Yes, he was. He was dancing. He was moving dancer. and grooving. So, so some details on this cigar. Okay, give me some details. The cigar features a Nicaraguan Habana wrapper, Ecuador Sumatra binder, and filler loaded with Nicaraguan Lajero and the rare... Pelo de Oro from Peru. It's expected to retail around $6, and it'll be in boxes of 20 Here we go. You notice how the entire show has now gone downhill since this the high from the moon pie no, from the two no, of you? it's good. You guys are both depressed. So you glad, ate them. I'm so glad I ate it because my stomach settled from the Florida Dominicana firecracker, and now I'm ready. I have some sugar. You ever get the stomachache woozy from smoking a cigar? Yep. You put a little sugar under your tongue. We happen to put or a lot of sugar put on an entire moon pie in your mouth. Moon pie. Maybe that's the way in between the full-body cigars we have moon pies. This becomes a regular thing. I think each week we should have a different snack food. Yeah. Of course you do. Moon <laughs> pies. Next week, scooter pies. <laughs> Just don't ever wear a white shirt because we'll see the stain through it. <laughs> Chocodiles. We, we get a nice cloth to wipe, wipe our mouths with the cigar. Why, why not use the backside of the tablecloth, Barry? No <laughs> one know, will see that's it. That's an idea. Let me go ahead and do that. There we go. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, what do we got, three inches here? Uh, it feels like eight. <laughs> yeah, it's about that. It's about that. Actually, is it me or does it feel a little like a, maybe a half inch bigger than the LFD? Yeah, I think yeah. this is the original size. Three and, and a half three inch. And a half. Three, yeah, yeah. We got both of them covered, Mr. FDA. Yes. We got both covered of whatever uh, is happening here. So, all right, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 So it's kind of dense. The one good thing about having the wick is you don't have to worry about the band sticking to the wrapper. Mm. The downside is you got a band that floats after you take the wick out. Well, I want it to float because I want to keep moving it down. And it, it's, it's a band that goes sideways. Got a little handle. Oh, you got, man, you make a handle out Look of it. Look at that. Huh? Because it has got a, a, it's got a built-in roach clip <laughs> since pot's becoming legal <laughs> everywhere. It tastes graham cracker and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of marshmallow. Mm. I didn't eat the moon pie, so I can say it. there is a little graham cracker <laughs> yeah. goodness going here. No, it's um, barnyard, right? You got barnyard. Yeah, a little earthy. A little sweetness. 
Yeah, I'm picking up some hay. LaFleur, um, Hoy de Nicaragua, full-bodied cigars. They're now making Fratello. They're now making uh, the Steve Saka stuff. And uh, they, of course, make uh, the Flor Dominicana. And um, here we go. With what do they do with all the other tobacco? They must make something milder because they can't just they make use the one all the, the... They make one with the two wrappers. Yeah. And they make something in Europe that's a milder cigar. They make an, an, an all-shade cigar. Yeah, I, I think, think they have the uh, the Hoya Red or something. Hoya like that. Red is a, a medium body. Right, but I think there's also a Connecticut version of that. I'm not from Europe, so. I got all barnyard in this. Mm. I already lit it up. I couldn't wait. All right. <laughs> all right. We're going to be lighting our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. It's twenty four ninety nine. It features a massively big-ass tank, four jets, and a color-changing flame after about six seconds so you don't lose the flame in the bright sun. 200 bucks, right? Twenty four ninety nine. Now, you know what this would double as? This would make a nice little torch to toast up your moon pie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it could. But you might burn or the chocolate. Making, you or got if a you were making it. s'mores. You know what I want to see them come out with? The all-American lighter. So this lights up red, but three jets, one lighting up red, one lighting up white, and the other one lighting up blue. I would buy that all day. That's a good call. I don't, I don't know that you, you got red get and a blue, white yeah, right? Yep. You got red and blue. Just get a little white in there and... That would be hard. And we'll send a whole bunch to Colin Kaepernick. <sighs> Don't get me started. You heard about that, Dave, yeah? What? Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback. Yeah. Now there's other players it's joining it's it not a, not It's a, bogus, but I'm big against it. Not big, a, I'm big boycotting the NFL this year and all their advertisers. Yeah, I saw that, huh? We changed the beer that we're going to have at the wedding because they were a sponsor in the NFL. Sorry, Chuck. Hey. What are they saying in, uh, in the Patriots about it? Uh, this is what not to do. Really? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, because they're gentlemen. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not suspended or, you know, it's awful. I'm not saying that he necessarily no. needs to be suspended for it, but the fact that there's just nothing. They, well, don't, they don't come out and say it's wrong, it's his right to do it, it's wrong. That's the, what bothers me. But a team can create, like, you know, a team rule that, listen, whether you believe in this or not, you're, you're standing. You know? Yeah, you want to play? Show some respect. Yeah. Stand I, up. I, I blame the team. As, as I blame the NFL would. because air, baseball, basketball, I don't know about hockey, but they all have it in the players' agreement in the binding labor arbitration mm. contract that they must stand for the anthem. The NFL does not have that in the agreement with the NFLPA, and I have an issue with that. But, again, a team can just create a team rule. Like, this is what we're doing as a team. Yeah. You're on board, so you're, you're off. So you're not going to watch any football games this year? No football. I don't buy it. I'll read it in the paper. I'll find out what the Patriots did the day after. Heidi will watch it in another room. I will not watch football this so year. you're going to mandate that your wife Until watch the, the game NFL in the room. comes down on Cal Kaepernick or the San Francisco 49ers come down on him. I don't, I don't necessarily need someone to come down on him. I need someone to say what it is, which is wrong. And then even in practice, he Plenty of people s- are saying it, but plenty of people are saying it's okay, and you're going to have other people joining That's in. That's fine. And you know what? I, I do believe that in this country you have the right to do what you want, but that doesn't mean that I don't have the right to not buy any of the things mm. that you promote. But in, see, in, in hockey games, they stand for the Canadian national yeah, anthem. anthem. Yeah. And most and of the players are Canadians, but they show the respect for right. both. Right. So you even had an Olympic athlete stop their interview because an anthem was playing in the background. Good. Good. And so. stop his pole vault run. Just yep. respect. 
It's, it's not debonair. No, it's not. And you know what, you guys? I'm thinking about this right now. It's not just a San Francisco 49ers thing. It is an NFL thing because there are other players, and I'm not going to name who they are because they don't deserve the recognition, but from Seattle uh, and other teams right, that are independently, yep. you know, these players are sitting down on their own accord, and the teams aren't doing anything. So it's, it really is a league issue. Not to beat a dead horse, but the Dallas Cowboys wanted to wear a sticker on the back of their helmet to stand united with the Dallas police officers, and the NFL would not let them have that sticker. Yeah, but Tom Brady might have possibly known that someone might have possibly tampered with a football or two. He can't play football for four games. But this Jamo can just sit out for the... Yeah, because of the integrity of the game. The national anthem. It's It's unacceptable. In practice, he was wearing socks with with a pig on it wearing a police cap. True. I mean... And no reprimanding. And the Fidel Castro shirt. Right. They should be reprimanded. Well, yeah, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Not to mention he has everything ass backwards because Fidel Castro stands for everything the opposite of what he says he stands for. Yep. So uh, speaking of ridiculous, uh, you heard it on the Cigar Authority uh, already, but now it's starting to get some national attention, which is no giving cigars to charities. Yeah, what's up with this? So we couldn't, uh, last year, 22,000 cigars we gave to the Warriors. Uh, that ask, we're talking about U.S. military who ask for cigars. So we send along with our uh, customers who who uh, gave cigars, and we put a big package together, 22,000 cigars, sent them out to them. They're very grateful and happy, and I'm not the only one. Lots of different manufacturers, retailers, and, and consumers yeah. that give. It's the number one asked for product. And I said, reading the original documents when they came out, that we can't do this anymore. And everybody said, no, I think you're going to be able to do it or something. Well, somebody tried to do it and was stopped because you can't do it. Yep. So now it's getting some national attention. What do you got, Barry? Yeah, this morning, Glenn Loop of Cigar Rights of America confirmed to the Cigar Authority that Representative Kathy Castor, a Democrat from Tampa, is drafting legislation that would provide an exemption for giving cigars via donation to the military. Great. So awesome. hopefully that gets approved and passed. And well, how about giving them to anybody you want to give them to? Well, I think and I think yeah. the military is good, but give them to golf tournaments. We can't give it to anymore, and and yeah. you know your wedding. I want to give yeah. you cigars at the wedding. Can't do it anymore. Habitats of Humanity came by one of our stores this week, and we're looking for a donation to help raise money. And we kind of tell them we can't. We can't help wow. your good cause right. because the FDA won't allow it. It's crazy. It's crazy, and uh, so somebody's trying to do something about it. Uh, I hope they get it through, but then what's going to happen is there's going to be a hole in it, and then people are going to say, well, if you do it for them, why wouldn't you do it for this one? Why can't you do it for that one? And all. So I say to say, let's make that whole thing go away. There's, there's no sampling crap that's going on. It's ridiculous. It's got to put an end to it. Uh, it's happened. I mean, we're almost 30 days into this thing, right. and uh, it's ridiculous. And we're starting to see all these ridiculous things that happen, and that's a big one that people weren't looking at. And now it took a uh, a uh, Democrat, of all, yes. all people, yeah. to end up going forward to this thing. So hopefully we get some legs on it and uh, Obama sees something and says, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But we got a whole bunch of information of what doesn't make sense in this, that's, yeah. and that's a big one. So uh, right now, uh, as crazy as that is, let's take a peek into the asylum from my friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. 
It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Nigel Richards of New Zealand entered the French-language Scrabble tournament in Louvain, Belgium, in July and took first place. Not that crazy, right? No. Well, he doesn't speak French at all, and he wins the French-language Scrabble tournament. Doesn't speak a word of French. He doesn't know what the words mean, nor can he carry on a conversation in French. What he did do was memorize an entire French glossary containing every French word from two to ten letters. To Richard's words are simply combinations of letters, and his brain can organize them quickly and efficiently for retrieval later. He has several U.S. and world titles in Scrabble over the years. Seis fou et apparent la asel. That's insane. That's asylum. That's what that means? I'm sure I butchered it, but... Yeah, <laughs> kind of. done it in an accent. Come on, the last name of Bar- Bo. That was his accent. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Floor. Delaray. Right. <laughs> so he... N- he can memorize all that stuff, but he couldn't memorize the language at that point. Correct. Doing it. Can't Still conjugate can't. a verb to save his life, but he could. Uh, he just knows the words. That is insane. Rain Man, anybody? Right. 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 Yep. I'm sure he struggles carrying conversations in English. Well, in the Rain Man, there's somebody that can't think a certain way and then escalates on but other things. Great memory. He was able to count cards right. in Vegas. And, yeah. Right. You guys realize that that was a fictional character. But it's true. It's, it's true. It, I mean, it's it, it, it's real when it when it comes to people like that. People like that. Ten minutes to Wapna. That's right. Ten minutes to Wapna. Got to watch Wapna. I, I don't. I don't know. Do you know there's who anyone is? that you could teach how to count cards in thirty minutes and have them beat Vegas? Do you know who Wapner is? Yeah, he's a judge. Okay, I'm old enough. Okay, people's court. People's court. So I'm already touching the band here. This is where the problem arises. I have to take the band off because uh, it already is hitting the uh, bottom part of the band. I would like to see a miniaturized version of the band. can change the packaging, shrink the band in half so we can keep it on longer. Fair point. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Spicy. Remember Shrinky Dinks? You put them in the oven and they shrink down to size. A band that shrinks from the heat of the cigar. But then it would restrict the cigar. Did, did you eat them? What was Shrinky Dinks? I remember them. It was like a chloroform. Uh, the chloroform? No, chloroform is what, what I used to get Heidi to marry me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Heidi, does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> I think that was called Rufy's Berry. <laughs> Shrinky Dinks? I don't know what that is. It was a thing that you would color in as a kid, and it was like, say, seven, eight inches. You would put it in the oven, and it would shrink down to two. And it would be hard, so you can put it in like a kind of the reverse of real life. Oh but you God. would put it in a key ring, and you would turn it into a keychain. Can you <laughs> eat going it? straight to hell? No, no, you can't. No, you, you can't I have no it. interest. <laughs> I have no interest then. Uh, I'm I'm kind of happy. This isn't knocking my socks off as much as I thought it was going to be. 
I planned it on the second half because I said this is going to be stronger than the Fleur Dominicana. It's not. It's the Peruvian Pelo de Oro that's providing a little bit of sweetness to offset a little bit of the strength. This is well balanced. Yes. This is really good. It's fantastic. It's not strong like uh, peppery. It's not peppery. Yeah. I was expecting a real kick. And it's it's full-bodied. It's got some, some power to it, but... I can smoke it. Mouthfeel-wise, I am picking up some of that sweetness, some cinnamon, uh, like a cinnamon graham cracker. When you put the, uh, you know, you take it, you break the end off, and you put it cinnamon sugar down yeah. on your tongue. That kind of taste. Yeah, I get that. A little breadiness. I'm getting a little bit of, little bit of nuts as well. Roasted. Roasted nuts. Roasted nuts. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got a classic three-way to get to. We're going to pick a peek into the calendar uh, and look at plans for Barry's bachelor party, which is next week, Whoa. which may or may not include a cowbell. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire today, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers, the mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Hi guys, this is Omar the Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Beautiful. And we are back. Beautiful. We are back live from the La Florida Minicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Next week, Barry's Bachelor Party, and it starts, starts off on the Cigar Authority, which may or may not include a cowbell. We have three cowbells. Of course it's going to have a cowbell. Yeah. But maybe it's going to be even deeper than that. Ooh. What in the hell How could you possibly we have planned for deep cowbell? Well, we'll see. I mean, they are small. Yeah. Perhaps not all that uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what ends up happening. So uh, uh, This just in. Yeah? Rudy, Rudy uh, made the mistake of calling me out on the word palatable, and it does, in fact, exist <laughs> in the English language. Yeah, they try That's to fool you, huh? Another <laughs> one. They try to get you all the time. Why does everybody want to prove you wrong? I don't know. Usually, right. It used to be Rudy was on my side, and now yeah. he's, he's, he's coming on the wrong side of the vocabulary. Because everybody's doing it. All the kids are doing it. Maybe palatable after. doesn't exist in Canada. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. It's not Maybe. in the Canadian Google. Yeah. Omar DeFree is listening to the show because he just uh, announced the Fratello Firecracker on Instagram. Yes. Oh, there yeah, we go. Boy, the yeah, word boy. is out. The word is out. I told you that man's a player. Yeah. It's a long way away, but 
He just he gets mm-hmm. it. Yeah. He gets how to play in the cigar industry. He gets how to work with you. He just gets how to run his business. Very good. Smart guy. Smart guy in the cigar business, which is an anomaly. It doesn't happen all that often. And a great guy. Yeah. That there's a lot of people in the cigar industry that love cigars, and they're in the cigar business. Not that good at business, but they're in the cigar business. I got a flavor coming off this, um, along with the sweet cinnamon and the golden graham cracker. Uh, Barry, That's just you because mentioned... you wanted to eat what we ate. No, I didn't. You mentioned nuts, and specifically in this case... You got excited, right? Brazil nuts. <laughs> Brazil nuts I like a Brazil nut. Uh, uh, just a hint of, of a, a little mustiness and sweetness. It's the biggest nut inside the mixed nuts. It is. It's yeah. massive. And uh, it tastes it's like... a go-to nut. It's a go-to. A roasted Brazil nut yeah. while you're dancing the bachata. Yeah. But not the merengue, just the bachata. Correct. Okay. Not the merengue. You can do a bachata. Mm-hmm. Can you? I can. I beat. I beat him at the bachata, but I was. Uh, I was overruled. What's the overly toasted bread with, with toast cheese on it? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> gross. It's, it's like bachata. Oh, bruschetta. 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 Which is fantastic. We're a big fan of that. Yeah. Hopefully, we have some of that. It's way better than the bachata. See, it's not even. Bruschetta it's not bread. even when we talk about food that they get <laughs> yeah. excited. If something sounds like a That's food good item. Then we go back to the food. There we go. Just so you know where, where we're headed. That's uh, why the bachelor party is not going to be around a strip club. It's going to be around food. Yeah, it'll be it. a restaurant, I'm sure. It's basically around food. So that is next week. Uh, no Chuck. No Chuck. Arizona. Arizona. 100-degree uh, weather. Three-day trip. To dry. All right. We're going to be thinking of you. But uh, we're going to smoke something from the care package. And we're also going to do a, for the first ever, we're going to do, and I noticed, you guys, the new Cigar Journal is out. All you guys were listed we're, in there? You're yeah, all, we're all in there. Huh? You're in the we're national in publication? He's actually, international. He's actually listed as Mr. Jonathan. How cool That's is my that? name. I saw that. How cool is that? You know you loved it. Loved it. So uh, you two guys along with Derek, Derek, Derek. Uh, and myself. So there's four of us that are on the panel of it. And we had our cigars that we got a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. And we smoked almost all of them. Or did you have five I, again? I have one left, the one for next week. Okay. And I believe you do too, Jonathan. That's I correct. have a few to go. <coughs> I'll get to this week, which is going to leave the one left. I just picked one out of the bunch. It was the shiny one. And I said, okay, well, everybody put this one aside. Let's try smoking it at the same time during the show with the show notes. Of, not the show notes. The, the tasting notes. tasting notes yep. of what we have to do and explain mm. to you what goes through uh, and we'll go to a whole hour, maybe longer, oh, of it. it. I don't know if it's going to be fun or what. Because no, cool. I, I want to show you that it's – because when I get in and I usually post something and show the cigars, oh, I wish I could do it or whatever. I want you to know that it's not as easy and simple and it's enjoyable work. as it's you work. think it is. Yeah. There's a lot mm-hmm. to it, and I almost can't do anything else but mm-hmm. at that point. And, and I know you review cigars, Barry, and, and you have other duties to do while you're reviewing. And now I can appreciate – that you have to do multiple things and then kind of get back to the air. And it's so tough to do two things at the same yeah. time. So we're going to do a, you know, the show or whatever. That's my excuse for all the typos in my reviews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to give it the, its fair due, and that's what we try to do, is do the best we can of reviewing it. Remember, this is somebody's baby. Whatever this cigar is, we don't have any idea what it is. But somebody made this thing, and we're actually coming out in an international publication and saying – it's good or bad or the flavor notes or whatever it is, 
So, are you sensitive to that? Like, do you think about this being someone's baby? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And I know so many people in the industry, and I don't want to, God forbid, say something bad. Mm. And uh, what if it is bad? I say it. I say it, but I want to at least really know it and give it. A, I would really like actually two of everyone, right? Because, yeah, you know, give it a so shot. I could. And let me go back to that again. But listen, I'm, I'm saying it. And if you guys listen, don't send me two of everything because mm. it's tough enough to go to one of everyone. Mm. But if I got one that was that I didn't like, I would like to try that one I don't like again. Right. The opposite of what you would think. I want the one I liked. Give me another one of those. Yeah. Give me the one I don't like to give it another fair share. Like going into a restaurant, you didn't really yep. care for it. You give it a second shot. You know, maybe something. The only place like I, I completely agree with you in that respect is you sometimes get ones that have bad draws. Or they don't burn well, and you can tell that that particular cigar had a misplaced piece of La Hero right. and it's causing the bad burn. Yeah. And you're rating this cigar based on its singular performance. Now, there are other people rating that same cigar. So if yeah. it, the data is going to be skewed toward the average, if I gave it a low number and Barry, Barry's burned perfectly, he gives it a high number. Then it, it's going to yeah. equal itself. Well, you right. go like Olympic diving. Do they drop the high score and the low score? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay. They do. Well, Jonathan, yeah. you're going exactly what I was going to ask you guys, is that you're kind of in a, in a beneficial situation where you are all smoking the same cigars. Could you, Dave, if you had a poor cigar and not having another one to smoke to give it that second chance, go to Jonathan or go to Barry or go to Derek say, hey, did you have the same problem? Or do you guys stay independent from one another? Stay is completely yeah. independent. But I, I what, put it in my notes that I send to them if I had a problem with the cigar blowing up or not yeah. burning. So when they get it, they know I ran into some problems. Okay. Yeah. And at the end, I look at everybody's just to compare at the end of it when we end up seeing what, what the cigar is. Then we, you yeah. know, I say, how do you end up doing on one, five, six, three? Right, right. Oh, no, I gave it this. And something. you know, I gave it a lousy rating and stuff. Uh, and it turned out to be this. Yeah. And you feel bad. You feel bad no matter what when I get a bad one. I feel bad for whoever it's going to be that I don't want to say anything bad, but I'm trying to be true to Cigar Journal and tell them the truth. I will say this. Of the ones we smoked this batch, there wasn't any that I truly disliked. They were, this was the best batch this yet. Was really, they were really good. Yeah. This was the best batch yet, and this other one was the nicest looking of the mm-hmm. batch, so that's the only reason why I picked it, because I want everybody to end up liking it, whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what it is, and it'll be something different anyway we're going to try on the show. Um, the following week is Barry's Wedding, brought to you by Hammer and Sickle Vodka, the only wedding that is actually brought to you by a sponsor. Um, we're going to uh, have that, and we're, um, we're going to show some quick highlights on Intertobac in Germany, which is going on the night before. We were invited. Hopefully, we get some information on that to be able to share um, what happened at Intertobac. Uh, and moving ahead is uh, October 1st show. We're going to recap uh, two guys' 31st anniversary um, which we're all getting together, and we got 500 people, and who's who in the cigar industry is going to be there. Uh, we'll get lots of scoops, I would imagine. We're gonna Any tickets? A- that's gone. You can't get No tickets, yeah. No tickets left. But I do have a lot of work for you on that, and I brought it with me if you've got a few minutes yeah, after the show to take definitely. a peek yep. uh, because uh, Chuck is going to be uh, an MC of the show along yeah. with me. We're going to work together uh, because it's a um, – Basically a game show. Uh, it is every year, but this year is really a game show. It's let's make uh, a smoking deal, and um, there's a lot of a lot of things going on there. So uh, lots going on, and we, we plan on November 26th releasing the care packages. We'll see uh, 
how and if the attorneys uh, feel about that. And that is the recap of uh, calendar of events. Uh, but things are filling up uh, as it goes on. Um, as far as plans for Barry's um, strippers? I hope not. I mean, I'm 47. I'm past that. I just want to go out with my friends. Good meal, cigars, alcohol. Let somebody worry about driving me home. No football games. No football games. Although college football Saturday night. Will you watch college football? College football. I'll watch all day. Oh, okay. Day. All right. I never quite understood the allure of the strip club. You pay all the money, and there's no touching. Yeah, you get nothing. You just haven't gone to the right strip club. It's uncomfortable. You, you, you feel like you've got to make eye contact. You're wondering what college she's going to. <laughs> Is she really putting herself through school? Is that what you want? <laughs> it's very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not it. surprised, but I thought it'd be for Chippendales, on the other hand. Now, that's <laughs> a party. Ah, there we go. Yeah, I would imagine so. Okay, right now it's time for the Classic Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In Classic History. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic and every Every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him go where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's... TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. I'm liking this Fratello. I'm telling you right now, as far as a firecracker goes, it's up my wheelhouse. It's very good. Question on the three-way. So last week was a three-way tie, and the last winner was the producer. Derek, I was going to say, so I think the producer producer is the winner. Should be a position. Yeah? Yeah. So it's you. So if Derek wins in my absence we, and I the, come back. And were you the winner anyway? I was. Last you left? Yep. All right. So yep. we got you three back anyway, so it's going to go to you anyway. Loving it. All right. So today is September 3rd. We have uh, three, just three today. And celebrating the birthday today is Charlie Sheen. Ah. Winning. Winning. TV actor. Love played Charlie Sheen. Roles in a series in Two and a Half Men and Spin City, then later went on to the FX sitcom Anger Management, uh, earning his honor as the highest-paid actor on television um, and played Bud Fox on Oliver Stone's 1987 film Wall Street, made a cameo appearance in the film sequel in 2010, also starred in Major League film franchise. I loved him in Major League. Great. Who was he on Major League? Uh, Vaughn. Rick Vaughn? Rick Vaughn, yeah. Uh, His father is the great Martin Sheen. Wild thing. Wild thing. Starred as a U.S. president politician, political television show, the West Wing. Charlie Sheen, born today. What year? Dave, he was born in 1950, baby. 1950, he says. 1959. 59. 62. 62 for the point, Barry Stein. 65. I almost said 62. So that goes to Barry, gets a point. And this moves on to Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan. Michael Ferguson. Michael, no, Ferriston, F-E-R-E-S-T-E-N. No idea who he is. Spike. Spike Lee. Ferriston. 
Come on, Jonathan. What do you got? Fike. Spike. Let me look around at my ass. Why am I not saying this word? Give me the sheet. I'll let you know. Yeah. Spike Ferguson. Spike Ferguson? Ferguson. Does he have another name? Can you move on? He's an American television writer, screenwriter, comedian, television personality, best known for hosting the late night talk show with Spike Ferguson. That was Craig Ferguson, Craig right? Ferguson, yep. Scottish? <laughs> Spike? It's I don't Craig, think his name Craig, is Spike. Craig Ferguson. Uh, born from Fallwood, Massachusetts. Nope. Nope. Raised in West oh. Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Began his writing career on Saturday Night Live. Got the nickname Spike working as a receptionist. During his tenure at Seinfeld, Ferguson received three Emmys, including one for the famed Soup Nazi episode, which remains part of pop culture. Now I understand why, why you went with him. Right. But if this, was, if this was any of us not being prepared for the show and not being able to pronounce a name and writing it phonetically, you would be up one side of us and down the other. You're right. So 50 lashes with a wet noodle. F-E-R-E-S-T-E-N. Ferriston. Yeah. Whatever. But, 1963. No it's I, my guess. I go to bed early, just so you know. <laughs> okay. So it's this late night, so I have no idea. I wrote down 48. So, Mr. Jonathan, what did you say? 63. 63, um, 48. 68. And 68. You should like it, Mr. Jonathan, because you have it. 63 at 64. Point for you. Boom. And, Boom. and one minus for me, because I can't say his name. <laughs> you get minus 10 points. But for do you that know who he abortion. is? No. Nope. We don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> but from, the, from a late night talk show host? No? From no. Fall River Mass? No, no. Conan O'Brien's from Mass. He's a- yeah, he's also there, but this is Spike Ferguson. Okay, and moving on. <laughs> like what bothers me that I don't do it? And half an hour. Mr. Ago. Jonathan has a point. Barry has a point, and our leader, Chuck Morrison, zero points, one question to go. I'm and ready Dave now. has negative one, and I have negative one. <laughs> James Whitey Bulger. Oh yeah, is an Irish American former organized crime boss from the Winterhill Gang in Somerville, Massachusetts. Federal prosecutors indicted Bulger for 19 murders based on his grand jury testimony from Kevin Weeks and former associates. Bulger is the brother of William Billy Bulger, former president of the Massachusetts Senate. Yep. Whitey Bulger, just just not even a quarter of a mile away from the first original Two Guys Smoke Shop. Probably a customer. 1931. 1931. Did you write it down? Yes. 32 written down. 32 written down. 40. 40, all over. And we have a two-way tie. So, War of 1812, what year? 1812. <laughs> what was the answer for Whitey Bulger? Is 1929. Did you see Black Mass? I did. Disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing, not good. <laughs> this classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. All classic cigars are handmade, imported in the Dominican Republic, and priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. Whichever classic you choose, it's available at twoguyscigars.com, twoguyscigars.com, and your favorite cigar retailer across the country. It's a classic cigar. Good value cigar. And that it is. And that is that. Spike Ferguson? Spike. No no help from anybody on the chat room or anything, huh? They're saying Spike Ferriston. <coughs> Ferriston? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not know it. it. I didn't know it because I'm not up at that hour. I don't know. Last one so was definitely the, pick it. That is the one that you're going to say because you couldn't help but pick one Nazi. that was the Super Nazi episode writer. So you know that's where I go. Yep, so it's Michael Donovan, Spike Ferriston, Jr. 
Okay. He had a talk show, talk show with Spike Veriston from 2006 to 2009 that aired on Fox. <coughs> Four years in major station. Nobody knows who he is. That's why I it's not on early too. So. I don't watch TV. As a matter of fact, when Dennis Miller was the host of Weekend Update on SNL, many of the jokes he used was written by Spike Ferriston. And he's a local guy, and I don't know who he is. But happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's his birthday today. Um, okay, so what do we have? We have um, Friday is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's Golf tournament. Yep. So we have uh, 18 different manufacturers coming out to it. It's sold out. But uh, thank you to the manufacturers to do that. Um, and we got all the cigars and everything from them uh, before the FDA. We don't know if we can ever do it again because they obviously donate the cigars. Mm-hmm. And people bought their tickets in advance of it. So we covered ourselves before it ended up happening. But it's the major fundraiser for the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. And there's different um, state organizations that count on manufacturers and stuff. This, too, goes away. So what do we end up doing in the future? I don't know. Now, but can CANH buy the cigars for, say, a dollar each? Would there still be enough money there from the tournament to make money to help fund the CANH? I don't know. I don't know how, how, how it's going to end up. You know, 18 out. holes, 18 manufacturers raise the cost by $18. Yeah. Charge an $18 fee in addition to whatever you charge for it, and then everybody knows that that's going to the cigars. It's a something. It's a thought anyway. Uh, Cigar Journal Trophy Awards are next week, uh, and we will let you know if we get that information. Uh, um, we are invited to go, but we have chosen not the to. The ceremony, I think, is actually on the 16th or the 15th of September. The day before. For the wedding, so yeah. the 16th. I thought about going and then flying back, but there was no way I would make mm. it back in time. And it's a long flight. Yeah. yeah. I've never been to Europe, so I wanted to end up trying it. What? Never. Never? Never. David. No, I've been to every uh, crap hole in the, in the world, uh, third world country that you can name, but I've never been uh, to oh, Europe. Oh, you've got to get out there. I do. Yeah. So uh, that's that. We got a couple of minutes for a mailbag? Yeah, and this is a doozy. Uh, these messages were submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and the gist of them all has been compiled in this group mailbag. Is there any way you guys could lay off the cowbell? Really? Come on. We're trying to promote the cowbell. We have, we this are is not, the last week to promote the cowbell, but we are. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. That's where it we, comes from. We are not asking for you never to ring it again. Okay. But those of us who Who's listen... Who's we? This is a whole bunch of people saying Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. You just mix them all up. Correct. Those of us who listen at the gym, on the subway, or anywhere with our earbuds in are going deaf. <laughs> ring that GD thing further away from the mic or hire a professional to work the board so that we don't lose our hearing while we lose our mind listening to Dave's quirky predictions. Signed, Chris from Holland... Steve from Vegas, Mike from Oregon, Cliff from Massachusetts, wow. and Bobby Gus from New Hampshire. They were referring to Derek. Yeah. Why? A professional to work the board. We have a professional. We do so obviously, professional. they were referring to the amateur. Well, there's no way of knowing when Dave's going to take the cowbell no, and jam it into the microphone and ring it. And it's loud in our ears, too, and we don't say anything to him because he's the boss. But I'm glad that someone else said it. Really? It's a no, little no, no, loud. No. It's a little loud. Just out here. See that? You can hear it. And you can hear it. I try to wake everybody up at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I put it up there. In other words, it's showtime. Wake up. Let's go. Get off that treadmill. Listen to the show. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't we want them to stay on well, the Well, the chat room is stay. saying more cowbell. More cowbell. They want more cowbell. More cowbell. It just doesn't have to be as loud. That's all they're saying. 
Okay. It could be a little quiet. And they also want more Barry. They said there's only half of me today. Oh, slide over. Yeah, come on. I kind of like being. Half of Barry? Yes. You've lost half your weight. Yes. Just like that. You're a little off camera, huh? When you lean We're, forward, you can I know we have, a, we have an odd <laughs> angle here because we didn't want to have the thing in front today because we were expecting a lot of customers to come and they're going to walk yeah. in front of it. So we said, let's try to sneak it over on the side. When so. you sit back, you're perfect, Barry. Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. lean forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, it's good we're catching up on the mailbags. Yeah, I got so one more. Because uh, we got time for one more. Sometimes we, we get it, let it get, and they pile up and we skip, start skipping over it. All right, so also submit it through the Contact Us page of thescarauthority.com. Hello, gentlemen. I'm noticing a split in companies that are seemingly coming out in favor of the FDA rulings and those who are fighting it. Am I, as I am opposed to this type of control and listening to your show, I think you agree. What is your thoughts on boycotting brands that do not file or join lawsuits to fight this FDA overreach? Perhaps you guys could keep a running list of brands that those of us think that are supporting the FDA is important to support with those dollars. Well, people that are supporting the FDA is people you wouldn't want to be. Um, they would be in favor of the FDA. I'm, you I'm can sorry, guess who they are. But yeah. the best way will be the FDA stamp that's going, the CRA stamp that's going to go on all the boxes now. Yeah, you're going to see a little uh, stamp that means they paid their way through to yep, use a, the money a, to a fight. A donation of every cigar sold out of that box from the manufacturer standpoint is being turned over to uh, CRA to help fight the legislation. Yeah, so they're the, going to see that as opposed to calling people out because we would only be guessing. Who that is, and, and you are prepared to guess too. Guess who you think would would do it and would be in favor to do it, and that would be simply follow the money. Who's going to end up uh, in in a better position because of FDA? Uh, is it is are they doing it? <clears throat> I think there's a lot of people that are not fighting and not you know telling the FDA, yeah, do this to us, mm-hmm. as opposed to what we saw in the cigarette industry with some c- cigarette companies working to make it happen. <coughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's a conspiracy theorist to me, but I think there, there are a couple of people in the cigar industry working to make it happen. And I think once, those, once the boxes ship with the CRA stamp, you're not going to see the stamp on their boxes. You don't think so? I'm convinced. Well, if you really, I mean, to go along with your conspiracy theory here, if you really wanted to be the person helping to push it through, wouldn't you s- disguise that? buy into the CRA, so you have the stamp on your box, but mm. really on the back end. I don't, know. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're too stuck up and think that they're the important people in the industry. And, and has the horse already left the barn at this right. point? And that, you really can't expect someone like Fratello. He's a small guy. How much, can, how much room does he have in, in his production to be able to say, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay? I tell you what, if he was raising his prices 25 cents a stick... Uh, just to cover the cost of the sticker, it's I'd only, be okay it's with only, that. I think it's four cents or three cents. It's something cent. small. So yeah. if he raised it eight cents, I'd be okay with paying the extra eight cents, knowing that that's sure. going toward the CRA, sure, or the IPCPR or the CAA, yeah, or his cost. And then there's some companies I understand that said, you know, I'll make a donation to it, but I'm not willing to pay so much per cigar because I don't want to tell everybody how many cigars we make. Uh, there's another sense. play there. Yeah, so there's things going on there too. So I, I know one manufacturer that made that claim already that mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll make a fifty thousand dollar donation, but I'm not gonna say I'm gonna give you four cents for every every cigar. Right. And you res- I respect that. <clears throat> yeah. It's their business. So uh, 
Do they get the sticker on their box? I don't know. I can imagine. Do you can make, a, well, make a donation. And here's an easy way to do it. How many stickers would you like? Right. <laughs> right? Go right. over. Yeah, that does seem a little dicey, actually. Yeah. How many stickers do you want? Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we're going to see how all of this plays out. It, play, it played out horribly. I mean, we lost everything, and now we're trying to get back some of the things we end up losing. A lot tougher to... to uh, fight back. Fight back. We're, we're at a real disadvantage at this point. Mm. So uh, it is what it is. It's uh, less than 30 days in. It's been horrible of what has happened, and we haven't seen anything yet. Remember, this is the beginning of FDA. Mm. The beginning. Yeah. As things are going on, they're going to start adding things because they have control of it. So uh, we know the bad that's already happening. We're going to see uh, as time goes on how worse it gets. And also, you got the uh, people from the vape fighting at the same time. Yeah, so they're time. spending a lot of money. They're, they're uh, really working it. So we saw here in New Hampshire that the vape people can't actually smoke vape in a vape shop. Why? That they outlawed that. Was that on a federal level or just state? Uh, I think it was state. Yeah. So, you know, can you imagine if that ends up happening in cigar shops across the country? That's no, awful. So. It only gets I think worse. we should change our name. That already exists in Washington. Washington State, you cannot smoke in a cigar shop. And so many feet away from the building and a whole bit. Yep. It's ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. So any crazy thing you can think of ends up happening. So that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, next week, we are going into the blind cigar tasting. Uh, we have four Cigar Journal magazine panelists that will taste test at the same time, the same exact cigar, and share the experience with you. It's going to be Barry's Bachelor Party, just the beginning. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Fratello Firecracker, or any firecracker for that matter, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.